Hello and welcome to ASIC View, the official podcast of the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. On today's episode, we'll be discussing ASIC's review into the sale of add-on general insurance policies through car dealers. Joining me to discuss the review is ASIC Deputy Chairman Peter Kell. Peter, thank you very much for your time. Happy to be here. What do we mean at ASIC when we say add-on insurance? Uh, These are insurance products that are sold to consumers when they purchase a new or used car. They're the sort of extras that you sometimes are offered Mm. and they cover risks relating to the car itself, such as tyre and rim insurance, uh, which covers you for the cost of repairing or replacing tyres, or they relate to the loan that the consumer takes out to purchase the car, such as consumer credit insurance, which covers you if you have uh, difficulty making loan repayments because you've become sick. So these are things, someone's buying a car, it's a big purchase, and they're looking for extra bits of security, and these are the sorts of products they might buy when they're doing that. Well, I think it's often the case that they're not looking for these extra products, but rather after they've bought a car and maybe taken out a loan to help them buy the car, Mm. they have these extra products pushed onto them. Uh, And in some cases, you can end up with uh, four or five additional insurance products, uh, consumer credit insurance, gap insurance, tire and rim, mechanical breakdown insurance. Uh, These are the the products, the financial products that uh, can end up costing you a lot of money before you've even realised what you're getting into. So how did ASIC conduct this review into add-on insurance? We looked at seven general insurers that uh, make up more than 90% of this market, the the market for add-on insurance products sold through car dealerships. And we, we got a lot of detailed data about the way these products operate for for three years, 2013, 14 and 15. And uh, as an overview, what did the review find? Well, I'm afraid the results of our review are, to put it bluntly, appalling. Uh, This is a market that is failing consumers. We found that uh, in aggregate, consumers paid around $1.6 billion in premiums over the period we looked at, but received only around $144 million in successful insurance claims. That represents a very low claims payout of around 9%. And for some of the major add-on products, such as consumer credit insurance, the payout was even less, representing uh, around $0.05 in claims paid for every dollar that uh, that you've paid in premium. So just to put that in context, how does that compare to sort of other possibly more common types of insurance like sort of basic car insurance? Right, well, it's not necessarily a, a, a straightforward comparison, but to give you a sense, uh, your usual car insurance has a payout ratio of about 85%, home insurance around 55%, travel insurance around 44%. Uh, In other words, they're all considerably higher than what we're seeing here, where the amount collected in premiums wildly exceeds what Mm. people end up uh, receiving in claims on average. Yeah, the percentage, as you say, of claims is uh, is single figures. Um, 
that's the main finding of the review. What what else did the review find in its uh, in its work? Well, well, consumers received very little benefit. Car dealers earned six hundred and two million dollars in commissions over that period. That's more than four times the amount that consumers received in claims. And uh, some of the commissions paid to car dealers to distribute the product, to sell the product, were as high as 79%. Uh, we also found that payment for these insurance products is often packaged or commonly packaged into the consumer's car loan as a single upfront payment. Now what that means is it uh, not only increases the uh, cost of the, the product as part of that um, amount that you've got to pay at the start, but it means that you're paying interest on your premium as well because it's part of the loan. Mm. Uh, we found that consumers are often unaware that they even have the policy when it's paid uh, upfront as a single premium. And in some cases, it means that the total amount that the consumer is paying is more than they will ever receive or could ever receive if they made uh, a claim. That's, that's junk insurance. Mm. We also found high pressure selling because of the high commission payments, uh, which means that it's very difficult for consumers to understand what they're getting. These are often complex products. A lot of poorly designed products that uh, are clearly uh, not being uh, sold with the consumer's interests in mind. It is, as I said, a market that is failing consumers. So you've identified some fairly serious concerns here. What is ASIC doing to try and change this behaviour or fix these concerns? Well, the market has to change. It has to change dramatically. And we're putting general insurers on notice, the general insurers in this market, that they need to significantly improve consumer outcomes uh, or they're going to face further regulatory action. So uh, at least four broad areas need to be addressed. We want to see a significant reduction in the amount of commissions paid to anyone who sells add-on insurance through car dealers to reduce that uh, conflict of interest and high pressure sales. We want to see very significant improvements in the value offered by these products. Uh, they're too expensive given the level of cover they actually offer and they're poorly designed. That needs to change, that needs to change now. We want insurers to stop selling the products through a single upfront payment, a single upfront premium. Uh, too often that simply results in a situation that is a rip-off for the consumer. And we also are going to ensure that insurers who have provided policies that are inappropriate for uh, the customer provide refunds. Um, so for example, where a policy has been sold to a consumer who is never eligible to claim under the policy, uh, that's, that's unacceptable. That is uh, a situation where we're going to look for, for refunds. We're also going to be uh, making sure that insurers provide ASIC with ongoing uh, data and information about prices and premiums and claims so that we can closely monitor how this industry is tracking over time. 
I will say that uh, the industry has indicated that it recognises that some reforms are necessary and it's already looking at implementing a 20% cap on commissions. That's a positive start, but we're going to need to see a lot more. If hypothetically you didn't see a lot more and, and, and these problems continued, is this, can ASIC ban these sorts of products altogether? Is that an option that ASIC would ever explore? We will certainly look at all options that we have to deliver better outcomes. If that means we've got to take enforcement action, for example, if products have been sold in a way that's misleading, we will very much have that on the table. Uh, it's also interesting that the financial system inquiry, the recent financial and system inquiry, did recommend that ASIC be given product intervention powers and also that the responsibilities of product manufacturers like insurers, uh, that those responsibilities be uh, lifted and improved. If those reforms were introduced, they would also help ensure better outcomes in this market. So if I was a consumer who had one of these policies, what, what can I do um, if I've got concerns that I have, as you say, junk insurance? Well, you may want to consider for a start whether you really need uh, the policies that you've been sold. Mm. Ask yourself, check how much you've paid and what is covered. Uh, and if you find out, for example, that you're not covered for what you expected, or even worse, you're not even eligible to claim, then ask for a full refund for the insurer. Uh, and um, if you don't get a satisfactory answer, well, there's a financial ombudsman service uh, to, to go to. Uh, it's uh, also a situation where you may want to consider contacting the Consumer Action Law Centre um, who are concerned as well around the sale of these sorts of products. And uh, they have a website, demandarefund.consumeraction.org.au that uh, people can visit if they are concerned. Peter, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back with more episodes of the ASIC podcast very shortly. Thank you very much for listening.